2: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Now,
4: Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5.
5: Hello six o'clock club. Good morning.
4: Happy Monday.
5: (laughs) I had had the weirdest moment right there where I was like, wait, am I talking? Like I heard myself. I was like, is my mouth moving? Okay. Everything's working, people. It must be six o'clock on a Monday morning.
4: A beautiful Monday morning, by the way. It
5: is. So far, so good. Starting to get bright outside. Summer is here. Going to be beautiful today up to 77, it looks like. No, 76 today. So it's going to be nice. All right, 6 o'clock club, let's start with you, 410-583-1065, especially on Monday, man. Show us some love. We just try to shout out anybody in Maryland that's awake first thing in the morning. We call you the 6 o'clock club, and this is what you're here to do. Just to get shout-outs and love, first thing, you know, before we start the show. 410-583-1065. Jess, who's up?
4: Veronica, good morning. Magic Mike in Pasadena is here. John, the Annapolis locator. Grace in White Marsh. Clever Kevin checking in. Hope a Dope, good morning. Lou and Glen Bernie. Francesca, the nurse, is here. Good morning to our neighbors, Christine. John from Middle River. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Terrence is here. Drew from Pertice's Performance is here. Miss Denise. Uh, Anthony from Catonsville, Mr. W, Lisa, Steve from Keat County, and Marty and Cece, the D.C. educator from Saverna Park. Happy Monday.
0: How are you feeling?
4: I'm a different human being. <laughs> I'm. I. You guys, I have so much to tell you about the Taylor Swift concert that we're going to have to get into, in, into the, in the show because, like, the experience of just driving there getting to the show the show itself and leaving is like a saga it was insane <laughs>
5: last night i sat down to start like pre prepping the show kind of piecing everything together and i was like I just can't even imagine how dramatic these Taylor Swift stories are going to be.
4: They're, they're <laughs> out of this world. It's crazy, like literally. I my favorite thing has been like, uh, like chatting with fellow Swifties that have gone to the show, and all of us are like, we don't even know how to move forward. <laughs> like, how do you go back to normal life when you've had the best experience?
5: Your life has changed. Just it completely is changed. changed. All right, we'll talk about that later on in the show today. I'll tell you what, and maybe you can relate to this. Like, nothing's going to ruin my weekend. I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to let it happen. I'm just not going to. I, on Friday's show, I walked in here and I told Jess, I'm like, I'm not feeling good, dude. Like, I got some kind of stomach issue. I'm kind of sweaty. I don't know what the deal is. It's fine. But like, let's, you know, just FYI, I'm not feeling it. all weekend, I felt like crap. Even today, I don't feel so great. I didn't you make it. You
4: just came back from a trip, though.
5: It could traveling. be that. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's like, yeah, it's right. like the lowest key of like stomach issues. Like, it's not that anything's coming out wrong. It's just just, I don't don't feel good. Yeah. But I'm sure I made it 100 times worse this this weekend, but I'm sure you can relate to this. I was like, I eat really healthy during the week, and on the weekends, I eat like crap. Like
4: like every human being. And I
5: wasn't going to let the weekend go by without eating like crap. So even feeling like stomach crap, I was still like, that's not – I'm not – Nuh-uh. This ain't slowing me down, baby. Right. I still ate terrible. I walk in today, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Like, it was probably a really, really bad decision to eat terrible when well, you're not, not feeling, feeling good. good. But I'm like, that's it. I still feel accomplished because I still got my weekend food in. But now it's going to take, like, a week to recover. Now. Now. Now.
4: These are the top three trending stories in the city.
0: The Baltimore Top Three, three.
2: with Jess. Oh number
4: three. Governor Wes Moore has signed half a dozen bills aimed at helping military veterans and active duty service members and their families over the weekend. Uh, The bills include one that offers new health care coverage for Maryland National Guard members, another that expands tax cuts for retired vets. Moore served as a U.S. Army captain and is actually the first veteran to serve as Maryland's governor since World War II veteran William Donald Schaefer ended his second term in
5: 1995. Wow. I can tell you this too as a my dad's a vet and he gets a bunch of benefits now from the VA because he served in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that, I don't know that my dad would be alive. Mm. He uh, He's had prostate cancer for so many years and the drugs they have him on, literally this one drug that would cost him, if he didn't have the insurance from the VA, would cost him about $10,000 a month. Wow. A month. Which, yeah. by the way, is just ridiculous in the first place. That's a, a whole different topic. Absolutely. But, you know, we got to protect our vets, man, yeah. for sure. Love that. Number
4: two. As malls struggle to find tenants now that big change big chains like bed bath and beyond old navy and Saks off fifth are moving out shopping centers around the country are actually starting to fill their empty spaces with pickleball courts (laughs) the game if you don't know it's basically like a mix of tennis badminton and ping pong has grown to almost nine million u.s players in the last three years and now these courts are literally popping up in places like a now empty office apartment in uh, Connecticut, <laughs> a former Bed Bath & Beyond in St. Louis, and a also an empty Burlington store in New Jersey. So do not be surprised if you start seeing pickleball courts in our old Bed Bath & Beyond.
5: Hey, let me warn you too, don't ever say anything bad about pickleball. For real. Like I made this For mistake. For real.
4: This is intense.
5: Years ago, and I don't even remember what I said. But I just remember saying, you know, you know how I am. Something snarky, kind of sarcastic about it. Y'all, I don't think you know I've got know
4: I am. Just crapping on everybody's <laughs> stuff that I have no I idea about. Everything they love. <laughs> I, God, Y'all,
5: dude. I don't think I've got more hate mail... about anything in the history of time. The pickleball community is so tight and vicious. I will never say another bad thing about pickleball again. So y'all, yes, let's turn every building into a pickleball court. We love pickleball. (laughs) Number one.
4: Guardians of the Galaxy 3 continues to dominate the North American box offices. The third film in the Guardians franchise just pulled in $60.5 million, marking the best second weekend for an MCU film post-pandemic. The Super Mario Brothers movie held the number two spot, taking in 13 million this weekend, now crossing 1.2 billion globally. And Diane Keaton's and Jane Fonda's The Book Club sequel debuted in third place this week with 6.5 million. Do you watch those movies, Guardians of the Galaxy? So I, I really haven't gotten into it that much, but like everyone, all of my friends are talking about Guardians and saying that it is like this emotional. Roller coaster the of the movie. One? Yeah, yeah.
5: I, I don't. Y'all know me. I don't really get into. Like, I wish I could, because y'all do get so wild about this stuff. Like, I wish there was nothing more I could have done this weekend than been excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Because those who went to see it, man, it was like a big weekend.
4: Yeah, I, I know we're going to go see it. I know GarageBand wants to see it. So I'll, I'll give you guys my review eventually.
5: <laughs> It'll be six months too late. It's, is- it's out, like, you know, <laughs> about, about December. Expect on that. HBO Max?
4: Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Please
5: don't ever bring a bunch of explosives into a police station. Like, I, And I get it. You may not know what to do. All of us if we ran across a bunch of explosives, probably wouldn't know the right thing to do, but I'm going to tell you right here and now what the story I'm going to tell you is the absolute wrong thing to do. And you already know where this story's coming out of, right? Oh yeah. We don't have to travel far for this one, folks. It's time for this week's edition of PA So Cray Cray.
4: Now, this is always said with love. We love our neighbors in PA. And it's not like, you know, Maryland doesn't have their own tea. But I would say <laughs> that the most bizarre situations tend to come out of Pennsylvania.
5: Yeah. I don't. We don't like go seeking these stories out. But when we see them, we're like, what's the deal? Like, Florida's the weirdest state for sure. But Pennsylvania, yeah. just bizarre. We'll prove it to you again right now. So Tuesday night... Basically, all of Harrisburg was shut down. <laughs> like, they had to cancel, like, everything within, like, multiple blocks of the police station up there. And I know this guy's intentions were right. But what happened around 11 a.m. on Tuesday was a guy brought in a package. And he's like, hey, um, I just found all these explosives. Just wanted to give them back to you guys. Not really quite sure what else to do with them. This man literally okay. brought explosives. You, into where the police find station, he pick. said he literally just found them. Okay. That's where the, he was like literally walking down the street. The story doesn't have a lot of depth to it, other than this man was literally. He said he found him. He found a package on this. It's called Cameron Street, but he just happened to see it on the side of the street. Yeah. So he literally took this package of explosives into the police station. It's like, hey, I think you guys
4: probably should have should this. probably
5: have these. Well, I don't think that like. I need to tell you this, but don't you're not you shouldn't bring explosives into any building. But it's specifically not a police station. Can we please stay away from doing that? Because obviously that's now a threat onto
4: everybody in the area. Now I get it. In his defense, so what? Good Samaritan,
5: good right intention. Yeah, he's thinking like I I want to
4: make sure these don't fall into the wrong hands. So he's walking with this like box of you know explosives, just hoping to try to like you know keep everybody safe.
5: Here's the police officer talking about the situation.
6: The robot came out, collected them, they x-rayed them and stuff like that and they discovered that they were actually real bombs (laughs) and uh, so they're taking them to their safe place where they can detonate them.
4: (laughs) That is scary. Again, guy
5: meant to do the right thing. But like, I'm guessing, and again, I, I don't have any expertise in explosives. But I'm assuming what you probably should do is just call Mm 911, right? Not pick up the explosives. Yeah. Maybe just something to put in the back of your mind in case you ever do run into some kind of explosive yourself. Mm -hmm. But this poor guy in Pennsylvania just trying to do the right thing. We have to salute him because he was was trying to help. But just please don't bring explosives into police stations. And that is your PA, so cray-cray. Jess is going to describe a scene to you and you've got to decide. Is what this is she's talking about, is this a scene from The Walking Dead? Or... Is this just trying to get into a Taylor Swift concert? Okay. <laughs> From what you just described to me, I was like, wait, that sounds so chaotic.
4: Okay, disregard everything Kramer just said. <laughs> this was truly the most magical experience I've ever, I've been blessed to have in my life. And it was so cool to feel like you were a part of this thing. So the Eras tour, whether you're a Swifty or not, is a phenomenon. This tour broke ticketmaster. Yeah. And I think what's crazy is when you're on your way there, like obviously coming from Baltimore on our way to Philly for her for three night show. I went on Friday. I mean, people from all over the area are going to this one place. And so being 2 hours out from Philly, you just see cars decorated, you see like cars filled with girls, you see parents driving their kids, like you see girls' hair and like curlers sure. and everything. And every like we're like honking at each other, like it's just it was it felt so exciting because all of us are just this anticipation of this event, right? And when you get to Philly, Taylor, and and again, like there's signs on the freeway that are like, drive safely, not swiftly, like in Delaware, (laughs) you know? And you get to Philly, and she has literally taken over the city. Her music is playing everywhere. There's, you know, pictures and videos of her everywhere on like the screens. The hotel that we stayed at, they're blasting her music the entire time. I felt bad for uh, a wedding that was taking place at the hotel that I'm very sure were not aware that Taylor was in town because you have, like, all these guests from the wedding. Just It's so chaotic. There's, yeah. like, Swifties everywhere with their outfits and everything.
5: I've heard from other people that have seen the show in other cities that, like, Nothing else matters.
4: Nothing else matters. Like,
5: the whole, it's not like when a different concert comes to town. No. Where, like, the people that are going here, like, we're literally everything yeah. shuts down for this tour. And you're
4: walking around, and you're looking at, like, everyone else that's going to the show, and you're just, like, you're all excited, right? Yeah. And you're so kind to each other, and you're like, yes, girl, let's get ready. I love your outfit. Like, all these kinds of things. Now, going to the show, I'm so thankful that our Uber driver was, like, from Philly, knew the streets. He was actually listening to, like, traffic radio just so he could be, like, on top of the situations. And he actually was able to take us around the traffic, but it was so packed that at some point they had to shut down like the main exit from the freeway to get to Lincoln Financial Stadium <laughs> because so it was so insane right yeah. now you walk in and literally every single person that's there is decked out like dressed in a music video costume is representing an era there's like mother daughter costumes there's dads there's grandpas uh, garage boy saw a dad that was wearing a shirt hi I'm the father it's me like it was it was just so, mag- it was just like electric. Like yeah. the feeling is electric. Everyone is so excited. And what's crazy is like she sold out that stadium. So you are singing and crying and screaming this these songs with, 60, with over 60,000 people. And she's like, so Taylor's 33. So like for the Swifty Millennials, like these songs that she's singing, like these are the songs of your childhood. These are the songs of your adolescence and like, She somehow makes this like massive arena feel so intimate. And she's singing nonstop for three hours that's straight. A, you guys, the only time she walks off is like for outfit changes, and it was just like the most magical, electric feeling on the planet. And like I'm, ne- I'll never forget it. It was crazy. Do
5: you feel like it, li- like your expectations going in? Do you feel like it met the expectations? We're talking about the Taylor Swift show, by the way, who's tuning in, mm-hmm. uh, which was over in Philly this weekend. Three shows this weekend. Three shows
4: yeah. sold out each night, and this was her hometown show, by the way.
5: Did you feel like it lived up to what? You thought it was going to be everything, yeah. like because
4: you're as a as a fan. Even if you're not a fan, she's taking over social media and TikTok. The show <laughs> surpasses every expectation that you can possibly have,
5: dude. Because let me tell you, from the outside point of view, like it just looks like utter chaos. I'm sure if you're a Taylor fan. It has to be amazing.
4: Listen, I mean, leaving was crazy. It, like, took an hour to get out of yeah. there. But you also have to remember there are thousands of fans surrounding the stadium who couldn't get in. And they're also singing. And so when you walk out, there's thousands of people who have been tailgating and who basically camp out and who are listening to the show from outside of the stadium. It was it was crazy. It is
5: literally a cult. The cult all got together this weekend. I mean, hundreds of thousands of y'all yeah. all showed up in Philly for Taylor Swift. I'm glad you had a good time. Thanks. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Money Motivation at this time. This is our feel-good segment, and for it, I bring in the most motivational person that I've ever met. This is my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. She just super positive, y'all. This is what she does. It's the name of her game. And my mom and I have a podcast <laughs> together called Certified Mama's Boy. On the Odyssey app, you can go check it out. We'd love for you to subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast. Honestly, if you just type in Certified Mama's Boy, you can get my podcast with my mom. Um, but for the radio show, this is called Mom's Monday Motivation. What do we have, Mom? Okay,
6: it's from Rumi. Be a lamp, or a lifeboat, or a ladder. Help someone's soul heal. Walk out of your house like a shepherd. Okay, yeah. let's <laughs> break that down. Mm-hmm.
5: Is it just right? early, or does that make sense?
6: No, let her let her break yeah. this down. Leave your house as if you're going to leave someone. Into a better life by helping to heal their soul by either lighting the way for them Mm -hmm. or being the light, that's the lamp, Mm -hmm. or a lifeboat, someone's in trouble and needs your help, Mm -hmm. or a ladder, help someone to climb out of a hole Mm -hmm. or to climb up the corporate ladder. Lift them up. Be (sighs) a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder, Mm -hmm. help someone's soul heal. Mm -hmm. Walk out of your house like a shepherd. Who will you lead today into a better life?
5: It's true because you, right, honestly, when you start thinking about things like this, you start thinking about like, okay, because I I, I know exactly what's going through your head right now. I know exactly what you're doing. You're thinking about all the things you got going on on your Monday, all the things you got to get done. I got this. I got this. I got kids I got to drop off. I got kids I got to pick up this afternoon. I got to pick up this. I got to go to the grocery Mm -hmm. store, whatever. Um, But When's the last time you thought about, like, what else that you're doing for other people? I don't – listen, I don't do a great job at it. I don't. Like, I don't do a great job. But I I find moments of it when those moments arise. But I really think, like – what am I doing to benefit somebody else today? Does that make sense?
4: And I think it's it's not it doesn't have to seem as heavy as it may be. As far as, as being somebody's light, you telling someone that you like their sunglasses can make them smile. Yeah. Lifting somebody up can just be a simple are you okay question. Yeah. And kind of, you know, getting someone flowers when they least expect it. There's a lot of things that you can do and you have no idea what kind of effect that can have on somebody. It's
6: true. A lamp? A lifeboat or a ladder. There you go. Be so. a shepherd. Lead mm. someone.
5: Think of that today as you start your Monday. All right. Mom's My new Motivation. My mom and I do have a podcast. It is called Certified Mama's Boy, and you can get that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom, we'll do it again next week. I love you. Okay, honeys. Love you forever.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
5: What do you think is worse, sending your mom no Mother's Day gift or sending your mom a crappy Mother's Day gift? (laughs) Like, what comes off worse in your mind?
4: Mm, Probably nothing at all.
5: Okay, good. That's a good answer. That makes me feel a smidge better. Y'all, I got to be honest. Last week was so chaotic then I started getting sick towards the end of the week. I forgot to do anything for my mom for Mother's Day until I woke up on Sunday and I was like, oh my God, What? it's Mother's Day. Just didn't think about day it. Day of? I, I was traveling. Oh,
4: blah, got blah, back, blah. Chaotic, you do a podcast with your mother. Got sick. You make her work for free and you forgot about her for Mother's Day?
5: So here's what I thought to do. I was like, well, let me go on Instacart. and Because my, my mom lives in Georgia. And so it's like, there's not much you can do day of once you if you haven't planned it out. You're kind of screwed.
4: Yeah. I
5: went on Instacart and I was like, hey... Can you go deliver some flowers from Publix, which is like one of their local grocery stores? Okay uh, To my mom, and I put the order in probably at three o'clock. Pro tip, don't try to buy your mom flowers on Mother's Day, especially in the afternoon, because oh, yeah. like all the good ones are good. So they, <laughs> they all
4: got the, all the good ones gone.
5: They got some flowers. They sent them to my mom, right? And she sent me a picture. She's like, "Oh my god, this is so thoughtful, y'all. These flowers could not have looked more pitiful. They were the equivalent of a Charlie Brown Christmas tree, no. but for Mother's Day flowers." And I was like, "Would it just have been better not?" I mean, this looks, this just screams I forgot to order something for Mother's Day until 3 o'clock you on Mother's Day. You know your
4: dad Day. was talking so much crap on you? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I really
5: don't know which is worse.
2: mixed 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice and your therapist won't return your calls and how does that make you feel?
1: There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess.
5: Okay, Faith from
1: Bel Air. So what is our dilemma today? Well, I'm pretty sure that every woman would agree with me on this, but what my husband said to a waitress, I think, is really inappropriate.
5: Okay. Hmm. All
1: right. We're
5: invested. What uh,
1: what happened? We were at the Inner Harbor having a nice dinner, mm. celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary. Oh, Congratulations. It's amazing. Thank you so much. And, you know, we were just chatting and reminiscing and all that stuff. And when the waitress came over, and got our drink order he just said like oh you have a really beautiful smile I mean and that's sweet and stuff but then when she came back and dropped off the drink she kind of like leaned in to him a little bit and he was like oh you smell amazing what perfume is that Ew. And I was like, yeah I'm like sitting right across from you what is going on
4: uh-huh.
1: so yeah I just kind of wanted to ask you guys and the listeners what they think. Because I, like, he was really mad at me when I addressed it to him. He thought I was being really insecure. And I'm not a jealous person. But I just, I don't know. I feel like it was really inappropriate. I mean, this is just, like, a week and a half ago. But, like, I won't let it go. He's like, you gotta let it go. You know, I'm not doing anything. And, you know, you should be secure in this relationship. We've been together for so long. But I'm like, no, it's not appropriate.
4: Is this, like, a normal thing of him to do? Or is, did it irk you because it came out of nowhere? Where you're like, when did you, you become... It
1: came out of left field. Okay. Yeah, it's not something normal that he does. I mean, okay. he's very friendly with people, yeah. but not that friendly with women, besides me.
5: <laughs> All right. 410-583-1065. Faith is saying that she and her husband are kind of in a disagreement if what he said to the waitress was inappropriate or not and i think that what we're going to need here is people that are in relationships and how would this make you feel would you feel like this was inappropriate and just so that we're clear it was two things it was uh you uh what was the first thing Oh, was just like,
1: oh, you have a really
5: beautiful smile. Uh, uh, okay. Complimented her smile. Yeah. Okay. And then he came over and she brought over drinks, and then he said, you smell really good or, or something like that. Yeah. So compliment how she smells. Yeah,
1: you and smell. why is he sniffing
5: the waitress? <laughs> like... The second one, you were like, okay, enough is enough. Exactly. All right. 410 583 1065. Let me start today. I don't think this is that bad. And again, listen, I am the one that will usually get upset over, like, little things, right? Like, I know that about myself. It's like, I'm always like, was that appropriate? Were you acting the right way? Were you not? But by complimenting somebody's smile and how they smell, like, a big deal with the smell. I mean, to me... Uh, 2 out of 10 crime. At the very worst, 2 out of 10. You don't think this is that bad, do you?
4: I don't think the smile thing is a big deal, but I think it's annoying that he did back-to-back compliments when <laughs> it's like your... It's your anniversary. You would get upset over that. I it's don't like boy. the smell thing. The smell thing is like, why are you smelling her? What's the difference between that? But to complimenting a smell and because complimenting a smile. Because it's different. Because it's different. Because the smile thing is you're making an observation and she's far away. The smell thing is obviously there's like some close proximity there and you're like smelling her and also the circumstances is it's their 15 year anniversary dinner maybe if this was like you know last month would it annoy me as much no but I would be like what the like what are you doing like why are you doing that especially if he's not that kind of guy if he's the guy that's always complimenting everyone I'm saying everyone, if Garage Boy your fiance said asked, this because I do that a lot if I compliment garage... people a lot so that's why I asked her and if Garage that doesn't Boy doesn't make it fair no I'm saying if he was naturally always like that all the time she said this came out of left field, so right? obviously she so has I'm a to be you personally. If
5: Garage Boy said that to your waitress, you would have some kind of feelings about it. Yeah,
4: if she's and when she's dropping drinks wow. off and stuff like that, because sometimes that can be like a little uncomfortable for a waitress. And he compl- and he says something about how she's smelling. Uh. Like, why are you doing that? And he and he wouldn't do that. And you know what? If I told him it made me feel uncomfortable, he wouldn't put me down about it either. And I don't like that he's doing that to her.
5: I don't want to get y'all's hopes up, but I don't think most of the calls are going to go this way today. 410-583-1065. You know, Faith is saying, my husband complimented the waitress on her smile and how she smelled. And now we're trying to get a group therapy, a group consensus of like, is that appropriate or is that inappropriate? Hey, Paige from Bel Air, you don't think this is that bad, do you? No, this
3: is 100% not acceptable. I would not ever have my boyfriend do anything like this, Mm -hmm. especially if it was our 15-year wedding anniversary. He shouldn't be looking at any other woman or even encouraging any type of behavior like
5: that. Listen, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to Jess. Y'all, that's a bit much, and this is coming from the guy that it's a bit much a lot of times.
4: Let me tell you something real quick. If someone that you smile, if if you're in a relationship with someone and they're telling you that they are uncomfortable by something that you did, the first thing that you're not going to do is put them down for it. Is what I'm going to tell you now. Would you not? Would that not
5: seriously? Like, like when you step back and think about the situation, we're talking about a smile and a smell. It wasn't like he was like, "Hey, what are you doing after work?" or something like that. Like, like how would you have reacted in that situation? Like would that have been well, like a huge deal? He projected
3: hundred percent. The fact that he told her that she was insecure after the fact of him smelling her and encouraging her and leading into him. No, that's red flags for me.
5: Yeah. But I'm talking about the act itself. You you literally would have had an issue with that if your if your boyfriend did that.
3: Yeah, I mean that's my boundary though. I yeah. don't I don't know what her boundaries are. Okay,
5: all right. So for you, it's a big deal. I uh, we, we I can you, I can appreciate it. Thank you, Paige. Yeah, you're welcome. 410-583-1065. Uh, Liz from Perry Hall, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? Do you think it's inappropriate if men were to make comments on women's appearance about the how the way they smell?
3: You know, it's not that big of a deal. It's just something that men do. Like, I mean, I've been married 15 years, and it's just... It's something you just have to get used to because it's like they're not going to change, anyways.
4: Wait, what do you mean? Like your so your husband makes comments about other women's bodies all the time. I mean,
3: you know, a lot of times he does that. That's just that's just the way they are. Like boys will be boys, you know. I mean, he did make a comment about our babysitter's body one time, and I guess that was like a little bothersome. But I just let it go, you know. I mean, that's just the way he's been, and you know men can't help it they're just made that way they're always looking at other women so might as well just go along with it
4: i don't know i think that's kind of th- hurtful to you, actually. you felt i don't comfortable, think that's okay
5: you felt comfortable with him talking about your babysitter because like i mean that's what like a waitress is one thing right like i mean that's I, not you but like
4: the, i think it's disrespectful period
5: the woman that watches your kids
3: well, you know, she's young and she's fit, she's in good shape. I mean, whatever. It doesn't okay. make a big difference.
5: So to you this is just like this you're uh you you, you think it just it, it just kind of is what it is. Boy uh boys will be boys and women should just
4: accept kind of behavior.
3: It. I mean, yeah. I mean that's just you know, that's just part of marriage.
5: Okay. I don't know. All right. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Ashley, you're a server. Yeah. So how would that hit you then? Like, do if you, if you think this is inappropriate? I think it's very inappropriate. And as a waitress, if I
3: had a guy, especially on a date with a woman, compliment me like that, that's no longer a compliment. That's flirting. Yeah. And uh, a little creepy
4: to be with someone else and say those things. I, I don't I would know. Take, I would take it as creepy as well.
5: I don't know why. I, I would just... go right back
4: it, what... and tell
3: everyone, you know, that I work with what was said and it would be and you talk to that.
5: So let's let's get this straight. We as patrons are never allowed to compliment you or it's going to come across as creepy and inappropriate? So that sounds like
4: the no, opposite of what it I think it was depends on the
3: compliment. Like, everyone was saying the whole smell thing. That, that's taking it too far yeah
4: and i also think it depends on like what you're doing i was a server for seven years and there are awkward moments where you have to lean over people and lean over tables to place things down and if a gentleman either like says something to you and if he was kind of closer to your top area or something like that and where he's seated and he makes a comment like that that would make me feel you uncomfortable know that
5: he was in her top yeah. area i mean she, she smell somebody matter, from a mile away sometimes.
4: To- yeah, to
3: be able to smell someone though, you have to be close, and the whole smell compliment—that's not a compliment. Okay, so, so for and you, that's...
5: you would you would find it inappropriate as as the server.
4: Yeah. Okay. All right.
5: Thanks, Ashley. Appreciate it.
4: You're welcome. Uh, this is Kelly. Right. This is Kelly from Columbia on line four. Hey,
5: Kelly. Good morning.
4: Good morning. How it, are you? We're good. Is this inappropriate
5: to you, or is this "quote unquote" Hi. boys will be boys?
3: No, I think it's inappropriate. I think that when your significant other takes you out to dinner, the focus should be on who he's taking out to dinner and not on who is serving them. I think it's one thing to make a simple comment, oh, you have a nice smile, and then turn back to whomever you're dating or dinner with and continue with your conversation. But then to go on and say another comment as she's leaning closely to you, To me, that's drawing the line right there. I I would be upset with that
5: as well. So to you, one compliment, and I I think we need to kind of just lay this out for people to understand. One compliment, do you think most women would be comfortable with that? And I'll ask you and Jess that. Yeah, I
3: would be comfortable with that because I'm secure in my, with who I am and I'm secure that the person that I'm with loves me, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying something nice about another person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then I think at that point, okay, we've made a nice comment on our server, right now the <laughs> focus is back on you and I.
6: Thoughts,
5: Jess?
4: I also don't think we can break it down to just one compliment, you're allowed, and two compliment, now you're in trouble. I don't think that's that's how we can look at the conversation, because if the one compliment is about how a person smells and it's inappropriate, then, then that's inappropriate. I think you just have to be aware of who you're with and read the room, because I don't think the smile thing was a problem at all. But for him to say that, and also to call her insecure afterwards, after 15 years of being together, invalidates your wife's feelings, and I don't think that's acceptable at any point. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, yeah. Kelly.
3: Now, now.
4: These are the top 3 trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. <laughs>
4: number three. My die-hard Old Bay fans, you have a chance to get a free tattoo and win some Preakness tickets. Tomorrow, May 16th, the Baltimore Tattoo Museum will celebrate Preakness Week by offering free Old Bay tattoos on a limited avail- availability first-come, first-served basis. The three design tattoo options feature crabs, crab mallets, and the iconic Old Bay logo along with the black-eyed Susan. Anyone who stops by the event can also enter for a chance to win two platinum VIP tickets to Preakness this Saturday, giving you access to Preakness Live to see Bruno Mars as well, and they're also going to do two more winners just for uh, general admission. Those winners will be drawn on Wednesday, and the Baltimore Tattoo Museum event runs 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. tomorrow.
5: I have a podcast listener that lives in Florida, and she ran across some Old Bay stuff this weekend, like like stuff you'd see everywhere here, plates and yeah. Very normal to us. Not normal people outside of the state of Maryland, right? And she was like, some of the stuff was up to like $400. I'm like, You're lying. girl, welcome to Maryland. Where? You know? It's somewhere in Florida. One of these stores in Florida. I don't know what, it's all kind of just like Old Bay Tchotchkes. <laughs> I was like $400. Damn, that's serious. Number two.
4: Karen Marjorie is a 23-year-old influencer with over 1.8 million followers on Snapchat. She is currently trending because she just started charging fans $1 per minute to talk, not to her, but to an AI version of herself. It's called a chatbot Karen AI, and she's billing it as a virtual girlfriend. She says over 2,000 hours of coding went into making this just to sound just like her. Her website claims that she is the first influencer to do this, but Experts think that she's probably not going to be the last because she's already made $70,000 in the first week with over 1,000 paying customers. That's
5: that's wild to me. So, like, on a business sense, I get it. Like, good on her. I'm not even mad at her 1%. On the other side, though, when I saw this headline, I got to be honest, it made me a little sad. It made me sad that people are like, lonely enough that, like... Or I don't want to say desperate enough, but they like talk to a computer to have some type of like interaction, you know? So I'm
4: I mean obviously this is way more in depth with like the back to back conversation. But I don't know if it's so much of a difference of like when you subscribe to getting text messages from celebrities or like to get notifications from them. Like I have a few celebrities that I subscribe to. <laughs> Did you pay money for though? They're uh no, so that's what I'm no, saying. that's you're not free. Money. But it, it's kinda like the step after that. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? You're, you're definitely so it's, not, it's not far <laughs> Off, but like, I get I get motivational texts from J Lo and Diddy. You know what I mean?
0: number one.
4: Rolling Stone published a report that immediately started trending over the weekend where one current and 11 former employees of the Kelly Clarkson show alleged that it is a toxic environment. Now to clarify, they said that Kelly Clarkson herself is fantastic, but it's the show's producers that are the problem. The report said that the employees are overworked, underpaid, and the working there has been traumatizing to their mental health. Kelly has officially released a statement on the situation she said quote to find out that anyone is feeling unheard and or disrespected on the show is unacceptable kelly's senior staff will now undergo leadership training including herself to ensure that any notion of toxicity will be removed Yo,
5: can we just put this out here show
4: business is toxic yeah
5: and like jess and i work in like the lowest rung of entertainment Right, would you say? Like, we're, like, the least important of entertainment, I'd say. Yeah.
4: yeah.
5: But even, like, the stuff that we experience.
4: In our entertainment in general. It's just it's
5: just a terrible, terrible industry. Like, all of them are. It doesn't matter. It's just it breeds very egotistical people.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: It breeds people that want to get a point or, like, feel a certain way with working in it. I mean, some of the worst people, some of the best people and worst people I've met have been in the entertainment industry. And that's just how it goes. And luckily, the people in the forefront are typically some of the better ones, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
5: But some of the background stuff, y'all, you know, that happens in this industry, like, it's just... And I'm not the first one to tell you this. Like once, I feel like once a week we're covering some story like this, right? I'm
4: just glad that it wasn't Kelly herself because that if it be was Kelly, that would, that would ruin me. That would be Honestly, I, I would be shattered. So I'm glad that it's not her, you know? Yeah. This is Jess and that was your top three. I mean, can you ever imagine a situation
5: where you were so mad at your partner that you would not want them to be at the birth of your kid? Man. Um, It is time for our Talk Me Out of It update for the week. And we do have her back on hold, which I know is going to be a big feat to just even get her back on today. Um, If you weren't here last week, though, on Thursday, we talked to a woman that we put on the voice disguiser just uh, anonymously. Do you want to explain her situation?
4: Anonymous found out that her husband cheated on her, um, Mm. I think, what, like six weeks ago? Yeah. And she actually was pregnant with their with their first child, and she was scheduled to have a C-section. But after a checkup, that original scheduled date got pushed up to last Friday. Mm-hmm. And so because they were not and have not been on speaking terms, she was considering not letting her husband know that she was going to have their baby on Friday.
5: Right. So did she decide to do it? We never know until we find out with you. Uh, let me get her back on. Hi, Anonymous. Good morning. First off, how are we feeling? Yeah, is how everybody are you? good? Is everybody healthy?
7: Everybody is alive.
5: Good. Um, still having a lot of emotions, a
7: lot of hormones.
5: Yeah. Well, thank you for calling us back. I can't imagine like calling back like days after having a kid. So, thank you and for.
7: Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm exhausted, but thank you
5: all. So, did he actually did you tell him that you were going to give birth to his child?
7: Sure, so I did not. My blood pressure had just been really high the day that I was talking to you all. Yeah. And I just had to make a decision that was a really difficult decision, but I had to keep my health in mind and the health of the baby. And unfortunately, his behavior put us in this position, and so I made the decision to not have him there.
5: How do you feel about that?
7: You know... I didn't want to be in a screaming match with my husband on the birth of my child. Right. But I'm still processing things. There's not a situation I ever imagined myself being in. So, yeah. I'm just trying to make the best of it. Yeah. Um, does he does he have any idea at this point? I have not spoken to him. I did send a picture of the baby to his mother. Okay. And she, you know, saw the picture and she is mortified with her son's behavior, and so she's been very supportive and understanding, and I just let her know, you know, like, the baby's here, we're healthy, and if you want to share it with him, great, but I just am not in a space to deal with him right now.
4: So he hasn't
7: seen the baby at all yet? No, not yet. Okay.
5: So does she okay. respond back to the picture?
7: Yeah, yeah, she responded back, I hate that you guys are having to deal with this, I'm really sorry. Congratulations! I
4: can't wait to meet
5: my grandchild. Yeah. Okay, so supportive enough. Yeah.
4: Are you... I mean, ultimately, obviously, this was a very difficult decision, and it's not the situation that you wanted to be in, but do you feel like you made the right decision as far as, like, your mental space for that day and for you and the baby? I, I do, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's all that matters, honestly. Yeah,
5: I don't think you would have known. I don't... <laughs> Either way, it was unfortunate. I don't think, because I'm trying to sit, as I'm sitting here talking, I'm like, would it have been better to do it the other way? I don't think there is a right or wrong way to no. do it. Because who knows? I mean, if you guys don't end up working things out, like, then you've probably been really happy you did it this way. If no you matter don't, what, then- like, no
4: matter what happens, I think it's like for you to be able to not have anxiety in the car mm-hmm. on the way to the hospital yeah. to see him, like, you didn't deserve that. And I'm happy that you put yourself in the baby first, because yeah. I think that's what, that's the number one priority.
5: And I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm, thank I'm, you all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've got a million things other to do than to talk to a radio show right now. So just thank you yeah. for making time to call us back today. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And congratulations. Right.
7: Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you
1: subscribe to get the show daily.
0: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
7: Here, Kramer and
3: Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And
0: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast
2: at KramerandJess.com.